welcome back to I Want to Be Your Canary, Final Fantasy podcast. It's been a hot second, but we are here. We're not dead yet. Um, I know it's been a little bit of time since our last episode, but I am joined here with my good friends, Mr. Scooter. Hey, everybody. And Mr. Ross Trevino. That would be me. That is you. That is you. Uh, oh, man. It's you bad. saying we're not dead yet just makes me think of Portal and just still alive. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, Google or look up on YouTube, still alive. This Portal. was a triumph. Yes. You won't regret it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. I know we've had some people asking, like, you guys done? You yeah, guys, I don't know. Why, why, did, why did it take so long for us to do another podcast? It wasn't my fault. You were sick. It was your fault. Nope, it wasn't my fault. 100% your nope. fault. Use I, an antidote. Well, well, didn't have the money. Didn't have the gill. Yeah. Please. Yeah. All right. Well, today we are going to talk about the uh, the best and the worst duos in Final Fantasy, and I've been racking my brain for some of these, trying to think of just some some ones that really stand out for for good or for bad. Yeah. And there's certainly a lot on both sides. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's some obvious ones that my mind went immediately to, which I think we we talk about over and over on this podcast. I was like, okay, I'm going to really force myself to think outside the box in this one. So hopefully, hopefully can add some creativity to this conversation a little bit and have have some fun with this topic. Tis the goal. Tis the goal indeed. I, I think it's going to be tough for me to just say, to not talk about a few of them. To try well, no, I, you, you can't. It'd be, it would be it would be a wrong. It'd be a, it'd be a sin. An, yeah, an injustice. An injustice. It would be injustice if we just talked about the obvious one. So yeah, I think that there's a few out there. Um, For you, did you use a rating? Because like in, in in previous podcasts, like if we're trying to rank something, we we usually use some type of system or or uh, or attributes or whatever to to kind of add some add some logic and rationale to it. What did did you do that for yourself? I didn't really do that for me, but. Not really. I just yeah. thought about the dynamic between the characters and kind of, you know, what what best fit and what were some good connections, what were some uh, potentially good connections that just didn't flesh out, and what were just some ones that are just like, okay, that's... Could have done without. Yeah, could have really done without. What about you, Scoot? Yeah, more or less. I mean, mostly ones that just stuck out in my head um, when, you, when you brought this topic up. I didn't really rank them or anything uh, specifically. And then for the worst, yeah, it was just... Uh, well, basically the one that I don't ever want to see again. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I guess what what is it that defines for you guys, Ross, I'll start with you. What is it that when we're talking about a, a quality duo that you look for, and then on the, on the other side of that is what is it about that you take a look and you go, that was just a bad duo? Like what <clears throat> makes that? So for the best duo for me, I'm not going to overcomplicate it. If anything, I'll try to simplify it. One, I just enjoy it. Just just pure enjoyment. Just I I get enjoyment out of, out of the duo. It adds to to the gameplay factor for me. But also the other aspect for me is it drives the storyline. Like it has to has to play into the plot line um, in a significant way. Because if if it doesn't, then it's like eh. I don't know. Like I mean, it's it's it can be still be enjoyable, but. Um, I mean, without diving into my list already, I'll just leave it at that. Okay. What about you, Scooter? So I think for me, it's just ones that are the most memorable. Um, that, And I guess I kind of also would say the best duo would be 
the ones that are the that work the uh you know the best together they're a good team uh and, and they can contribute that way um and then i just was gonna say like uh they're strong characters you know that goes back to being memorable sure <clears throat> excuse me all right so um and i and i think i would echo the same sentiments you guys have there uh, i don't really have anything of quality to add um to that so it's new yeah right i'm just here to talk just here to talk just here to be the mouthpiece um ross why don't you start us off with i don't know i don't know if you want to talk about your best or if you want to talk about uh someone's leading up to your best or i'm gonna kind of yeah. let you figure it out I'll, so maybe lead up to my best because i think i think the best for me at least mine i didn't rank them but the best for me aren't going to surprise anybody um so i just don't want to bore anyone about a, a beating a horse to death, so to speak. So one that I thought about that was kind of an, uh, not necessarily one that you would think of right away. And again, th- trying to think more creatively when it comes to best duos, I think kind of underrated one that really does drive the plot line is Orin and uh, inject or sin for that matter in final fantasy 10. Um, I mean, it, it essentially starts off the plot line um, in final fantasy 10 and drives it all the way through to the very end um, and is completely significant to Titus's whole character development. Um, so, and therefore the game itself. Um, so I, and I really just enjoyed it cause I mean, Oren is such a, uh, um, I don't want to swear, but he is a bad, he's a bad man. He's a bad mm-hmm. man. And, uh, um, I can just imagine that, well, and you, you can even, you witness in the sphere, um, videos that the dynamic that him inject had, I imagine even though the Jekt is now Sin, um, that almost still exists somewhat. It's very different now, obviously, because he's Sin, but um, definitely a, more of a playful um, bickering dynamic when they were both uh, <laughs> alive and yeah, normal people. Yeah, yeah. And at, kind of at the beginning of that game, once you're introduced to Aaron and Sin itself, I mean, in that video, you know, Aaron looks, he knows what's coming. Yeah. He's, a, he's aware of the situation. And the world is ending and he's pretty calm. He's pretty calm. Yeah. And, he, and he, he's a, he's, and he doesn't let on to, um, he doesn't let on to Titus that this sin character is actually Jekt. Yeah. No, yeah. You go, I mean, you're, you're driving Titus in that story. So you go kind of, the uh, little did he know route. Um, Small little tangent for a second that doesn't have anything to do with this topic, but man, what a secret keeper Orin is. <laughs> By the way, I'm dead and sin is your father. <laughs> yeah, he really does. I mean, I would... Uh, Mic drop. By, By the would, way, you're dead too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he's a, a mysterious being, yeah. no doubt. But I think that's, I, I think that's a, a good uh, dynamic there. Um, and I I would say that that's probably one of the best dynamics in that entire story. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, you could say the, the love story, but I'd say that for sure. Like Ross is saying, it really is the main story. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know that, uh, even the love story that, I mean, the love story is just, you always know there's going to be one. Yeah. That one was okay though, compared to some of them I yeah. mean, as the characters developed, you know, but yeah, I, I know it's part of the series. 
at the, at the end of the game, you're just like, oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they they do do a decent job with it, um, but I, it, it's certainly a unique, a very unique relationship that I don't know that really many other. Oh well, I guess that's not true. I don't know. Is it? Is that really a unique uh, plot line to a Final Fantasy? I'm trying to rack my brain. Yeah, no, I mean games prior to that. Um, I'm not gonna go as far as say it's unique. Um, maybe in the series, but uh, well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think like, has anyone else? There's been taken, a lot of characters. There's been, gonna, yeah, there's been yeah. a lot of uh, there's been a lot of characters, and there's been a lot of. I mean, in Final Fantasy IV, you have um, Cecil and uh, uh, Golbez are like, what, like yeah. brothers. Yeah. He's obviously not the main guy at the end. You find out, but there's you know some of same that family in, family ties a little bit. Yeah, same in what twelve, right? Uh, With the judges and oh oh and Bach and all that. Yeah, I guess I was referencing games like prior to ten oh, oh, to see okay. if that was kind of the first time that they kind of threw out the family yeah, thing, know. but. Really wasn't so. Yeah. All right, well, that's a, I mean that's a good start. Um, do you want to uh, do another one? Or you want to? Pass we'll we'll trade off. What do you got? All right. Well, let's go to Scoot first. Okay. So just my my uh, honorable mention. Or yeah. What's that's just a good one that you uh, appreciate. This is a little outside of the box, and I don't even know very much about the character, but um, I'm it, I might spoil it for you. It's because I didn't finish the game. I don't know if any of us did. Um, Saz Katroy from Thirteen. With his little chocobo character, dude. I thought that was the best, most memorable character in that game by far. The irony uh, that's made your honorable mentions. <laughs> uh, Wait till we get to my worst <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert so, for anyone that's heard me on this podcast before. So I don't know. I just, I like that one because I thought, well, it was a uh, comic relief in that story that I remember. Um, he seemed to be the most level-headed of the bunch, and that little chocobo that he had with him hanging out in his afro was just the funniest thing to me. So, uh, yeah, it, it, Troy. It was it was a cute dynamic that they had. Um, I don't know if it mattered to the story at all, but yeah, I it, couldn't tell you because I didn't finish the game. Exactly. <laughs> little do we know that that little uh, chocobo turns out to be the big bad boss. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a cute dynamic, and that was something that I did appreciate in the bit that I did play of 13. But, that's all we got to say <laughs> on it. That, that's kind of all uh, all there is to say about yep, that. Yep, um, moving on. I think that uh, one of my um, kind of a, a decent pairing is something that I always kind of irk back to, and that's you know Final Fantasy IV um, with Kane and Cecil. They're, you know, they're buddies. Their re- their relationship's not contrived. It's not like the classic D&D, you know, you're all in a tavern. And, uh, you know, because some, some, a lot of Final Fantasy relationships are like that. Like, yeah. oh, you don't like that guy? I don't like him either. Well, let's follow around, let's follow each other around for the next whatever and do the most important mission of our lives. Yeah. So, 
Cecil and Kane have a background to it. And, you know, Cecil and Rosa are a thing. Kane wishes that him and Rosa were a thing. So it has an interesting kind of complexity there that I really appreciate. And, you know, you got Kane, the really, really good guy, your best buddy, you help you do anything. And then you got Kane, the I'm being controlled, you know, I'm being puppeteered by somebody else. And now I'm a bad guy. And the struggle between Kane and, or Cecil's feelings on Kane are going to shift you know, over time as, oh, he's the bad guy, but he's still Kane. Um, and then, you know, Kane ends up, oh, he's, you know, I'm so sorry. I was under such and such spell. So that is something that I always found interesting because I always felt like Kane was a very powerful second fiddle, if you will. Like we know Cecil's the guy in that story, yeah. mm-hmm. but Kane is a really strong yeah. supporting uh, character. Yeah, no, I, I echo that. Um I, yeah, I was going to say foil, but gosh, even standalone character. I mean, he's incredibly powerful, well-written character. Um, gosh, if he would have had a game in his own right, he probably would have been just fine as the, as the main guy. Uh, not to tangent, but real quick, did they, is that the one that they had the after years or is that number five? That yeah, I, that was after years. And I, I didn't play. After I didn't years. either. I haven't heard too much about it so i don't know if that continues that story but that'd be interesting if it did yeah yeah i i'm not really sure but uh i i really like i really like kane and i always felt like he was just a strong like strong second you know like second fiddle like i said but his relationship with other characters and how they kind of uh work with cecil like like the whole rosa thing is 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 an interesting thing especially for you know that was when RPG was still really a budding, um, a budding genre. So that complexity and that relationship I thought was pretty cool for that. Yeah. All right, Ross back. All right. We doing, we doing best. We do an honorable mention. We doing worst bounce around, bounce around a little bit. There's a, this is like a, when you kind of come into, you know, your second to last class in college and it's like, yeah, let's just, yeah, yeah, let's just, just wing it. Just had let's Christmas just break. New yeah. Year's is I'm good. The corner. We've, let's just talk. We've this clinched out. it. Where we can do whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. You, you get the ball. All right, we're, I'm going to do an honorable mention. Then this is the only reason this isn't. Uh, what? I don't even. It, even if it qualified, I don't know if it would be a best duo, but it's an honorable mention just because I really enjoyed that dynamic between these characters. Um, and it definitely did drive the pr- plot line, even though it wasn't as important to the plot as others in this story. But the reason it didn't make um, my duo list is because it's not a duo, it's a trio. Uh-oh. Laguna, Kairos, and Ward uh, in Final Fantasy VIII. I really enjoyed son of a gun. their dynamic. Did you, did you have them? Yeah, but no, it, it's a really good one. Yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoyed those flash... Or as, yeah, I guess they are flashbacks and the Kinda, memories that the yeah. Laguna um, storyline um, uh, when you're a squall and you're you're looking back or seeing visions of the past. Yeah, passing out and having crazy dreams and stuff. Those that really was a fantastic way to. Uh, I love that dynamic in the storyline that way. How they did that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and that and they really were a really fun trio. They were funny. It was well written. They all had unique personalities and, you know, yeah. Yeah, and actually, I, any one of those characters, I liked them more than Selfie. Yeah. I liked them more than Irvine. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know we've talked about individual characters in the past, but um, it's not usually the case when you have story, characters you don't even really truly, you you play with them, but not that much, um, that actually mm-hmm. have a significant impact on uh, the storyline like that. So, no, I, I, I th- think they deserve an honorable mention. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
it, geez, even when you find Ward at the end and he's lost his voice and you feel bad oh, yeah. for him, you know, it's, yeah. Working in the prison. Yep. <laughs> do you, do you want to, uh, maybe elaborate a little bit more Ross or Scooter on kind of what the, the significance of that, of those characters are, or kind of explain, you know, maybe some people I haven't mean, played eight in a little bit and like, yeah, I don't want cause it's very interesting. It. Well, we've it, ruined so many other games. It is here. a huge spoiler in number eight. So, you know, earmuffs, if you don't want to know, but, uh, well, Ross, go ahead and explain. Well, you can go ahead, man. You got it. It, it, it. So Laguna, it it's a very central character in the whole story. It, it turns out it's related to the other main characters. Uh, and, well, geez, Kairos and Ward, I don't think have any, f- like, relation to anybody, right? No, oh, there's his buddies that were yeah. um, assigned to him in the military. Right, right, right. But they end up sticking around, uh, hanging out after they all kind of yeah. disband from the military. And they start that crazy city, the future city. Um, yeah, it, well, you can explain exactly how Laguna was related to Squall, I guess. Oh man, you're gonna have to correct me. But essentially, I mean, it's more so his ties to the sorceress and her power towards yeah. the end of the game, and that link um, essentially enabled Squall and Party to to um, find out the sorceress's weaknesses, um, and and also that Adia wasn't the main sorceress herself, or wasn't the the uh, um, the main antagonist, <laughs> is as is usually the case with any Final Fantasy game. Yep. Yeah. What? You're not the main antagonist. There's, There's another? another boss. There's yeah. another boss that we have know nothing about, and we're about to experience in the last pulling the strings. Of yeah, this whole I, thing. I hated that part. That's 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 Sometimes, one thing about Final yeah, Fantasies that really grinds my gears. Yeah, because you get to that final boss fight, and it feels kind of meaningless. Yeah, you don't have a real reason to use all of the items you've been saving up. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know what to feel about towards this per, this yeah, individual. Yeah, it's like yeah. I just met them five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and then the person that you beat, you're like, well, you kind of were just getting suckered. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Let's see. Scooter, what you got next? All right. So for my go-to then, I'm going to go outside of the box again a little bit. So for the best duo, I'm going to – and well, I I really got to say that that trio was a great one. But uh, Balthier and Fran from 12. For me – I knew one of you was going to say that. That – and and probably because I really looking back on number twelve and after hearing about how both theorem w- or and Bach were supposed to be the the main characters in the story when they first started to write it, it really makes me wonder what the game would have been like had they stuck with that. Uh, I thought both Theer and Fran though had well you know obviously an interesting relationship, um, a dynamic one. They were really well written. They were extremely well voiced. Um, and they ended up being a pretty key component, not to the story, but to progressing the story, I guess, and creating some interesting side um, story, you know, uh, side missions and stuff. Um, plus, they're sky pirates, you know. <laughs> so, based on their relationship alone, um, kind of it kind of harkens me back a little bit to the strength of. Um, of Kane and Cecil it's just because they're, you know, they're, if Balthier is your main and Fraun is your second, you know, you can do that. If Fraun was your main and Balthier was supporting, yep. it could be equally as powerful. But yeah, yeah. It, it, then you think, because as you're talking about this, I'm starting to think like, 
Well, let's take a look at the uh, at the game through Vaughn's view, okay, and running it through the way, you know, through um, Vaughn's perspective. Take a step back and try and run this uh, run twelve through Balthier uh, and mm-hmm. uh, Franz's perspective. Yeah, you might have a stronger game because yep. really Vaughn. I never thought, man, Vaughn has a really strong connection with whoever on the game. Right. You know, I I never I never thought that. Like mm-hmm. him and Pinello were friends, but. Even. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, and I think the nice thing about those or Balthier and Fran is they're still very independently strong characters. You know, if you were to separate them and they had their own like stories going on, it would still be very interesting. Uh, and I think that's why I liked it so much. But um, yeah, good duo. Yeah, I feel like a lot of time in Final Fantasy, and, and not for everybody, but. The, your supporting cast stories are contingent upon mm-hmm. the the main cast. Yeah, and this one did not feel that way. No, it and, definitely did And didn't. I would say the same with Bach in that one, of course, and that's another good one, but just for the duo, I'd say those two. Yeah. Ross, do you have anything to add uh, on that uh, on that front? Nay. Nay? All has it's been all said. all you guys. All has been said. <laughs> all has been said about Fraun and Bach. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Fran and uh, I know you're saying. Yeah, yeah, jeez, yeah. No. I won't correct you. Oh, I appreciate that. What a guy. Yeah. All right, what do you got, Colin? Uh, let's see here. My next. Gosh, I ha- I'm having a tough time really figuring out what I want my r- number one to be because I-, I have an obvious one, uh, and I also have one that's you know I haven't fleshed out as well, but it's always been one that is you know kind of stuck to me, um, but. I, just trying to think of you know some in the in the meantime, um, the fifteen had a, had a good opportunity to have have some good connections and good relationships, but like we've talked about in the past, like they were all the same character, yeah. Yeah, more or less. It, I mean, yeah, they are unique in their uh, you know f- appearance and kind of their, their, especially their accents and some of them and stuff, but. They just, there was, there, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, it's they, all, yeah. Because the, 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 I don't know, like, as, as cinematically delightful as that game was, there was, they just missed the mark on, yeah. on really, um, kind of created a relationship yeah. and it seems like they tried to just you know do too much well let's yeah, have, yeah. have three best friends instead of you know one yeah one guy that he's really tight with and they and then of course they dump all the dlc out to try and fill the backstory to flesh out those characters which uh, we never got through all of them i don't think as a group so yeah. uh is there any other final fantasy that isn't like so that 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 group of final fantasy characters they were all a group, a crew before the game began, essentially. Yeah. All the other That's Final Fantasies were like really ragtag groups, yeah, like you pieced up. together. Yep. There's there's tension. That's a good point. They don't necessarily like each other. So yeah. there's, there's a healthy, I mean, there's character progression and development, and you see these relationships flower. It yeah. makes it more interesting. Yeah, yeah. To recruit help to save the world and stuff, usually. And this time you're just given, you know, the cookie cutter. Okay, here's your. your, Just made it boring for me. Yeah, it really. I mean, like you said, Colin, it was a visually fantastic game. Um, I still enjoy popping it in every now and again, just going to that one city and go go fishing or something. But uh, yeah, it it could have had a lot stronger characters. Well, I mean, not to tangent too far, but I think that some of the 
um, enjoyment that I get out of Final Fantasies and other RPGs. It's like, oh man, new character. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. What do we get to learn about? And- yeah, going and, uh, you know, meeting a new character, getting somebody, and you're just like, oh, that's awesome. You, you kind of get who you have. And then, you know, the closest that you're going to get, at least in the main story, is the Dragoon character who pops in from time to time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, they they just, the the relationships there were, were, were bland. Yeah. I would say is probably the best way that, that I could describe it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say one of the ones that I did like, one of the ones... The duos that I really did like was Ramza and Delita. Oh, you stole it from me. Okay. Well, we can talk about it together, which is perfect because Lord knows you remember everything. So. Uh, don't don't put me on a, don't put me on the on the spot here. Facts yeah. only, Ross. Yeah. Facts only. Um, but that was a really cool. Like they're best friends, uh, and then things start to really crumble, and the schism really starts to develop as to who is going to be. You know who, who's you know going to rule, and Delita's you know is a commoner. He comes from a poor background, and he's kind of been adopted in um, by Rams's family. And so then Rams is really left in this weird, awkward position of trying to really play play peacekeeper, and Delita is not willing to really wait to make up his mind. He kind of makes that snap judgment. Um, and so it's really interesting to see that friendship ebb and you know ebb and flow, um, but that's something that I that I really that I, I really liked, and I I always kept hoping that it was going to be a you know uh to go back to four a Kane and Cecil situation where in the end it was like you were going to get Delita back or he was going to at some point come to his senses. That game had a ton of quality uh, relationships between them. Um, so, but I think that Ramps and Delita are some of my, is one of my really strong ones. So Ross, you want to talk about that? It's, it's my number one. I, it's kind of like, even though it's different from Cecil and Kane, it's, it's similar in the way that they're both extremely strong characters. And I, I really enjoyed, you, you kind of already uh, spoke to this, but, um, <clears throat> for obviously Rams is the protagonist of the story all the way through, but Delita goes between being a foil for Ramza and then being an antagonist for Ramza. And so that contrast, the back and forth, um, being a foil and showing Ramza's strengths or showing off Ramza's strengths as the key character, but then also being in complete contrast to Ramza as the antagonist throughout the story is really interesting. And it, it, I mean, it drives the whole plot line as well. Um, I just, again, going back to, I, this whole topic that we're discussing today, uh, it comes down to strong characters. When there's multiple strong characters, make strong duos. Weak characters make weak duos. And both those two characters, Rams and Delita, are some of the strongest, if not the strongest, individual characters in the Final Fantasy franchise. And obviously, I'm biased <laughs> if you've listened to our podcast previously, but, uh, but I, I, they're my favorite characters. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do just do a really great job with those and uh how entrenched Delita gets into his you know into his side um and, and there's things that happen um that trigger Delita to really choose his allegiance um and in part it's the relationships that have already been formed and kind of fleshed out in the beginning of the of the series or the beginning of the game um that when 
you know, certain things happen to Delita, uh, you go, well, you know, I can't really blame him. I'd be upset too. So I think he did a really good job with that. And, you know, Rams is one of the most kind of cool headed uh, uh, characters, I think probably in most of the final fantasies. Yeah. Um, And so his, him, him balancing that is, is, you know, pretty, pretty cool. So I think the, another unique thing about that dynamic too, is that you see that relationship develop through time, which is, I believe is, trying to think is it unique for the final fantasy franchise because obviously there's there's four different chapters of that game and you see both of them age um i mean together and then separately and become these two different very different people from who they were as as uh not kids but necessarily but uh young adults yeah youngins younglings if you will um and it's not necessarily decades that separate those chapters but it is years um and they do become very different people through that time whereas in other games you're you're playing through. I mean, maybe a few years pass for the whole tenure of the game. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. That um, they, they, man, they, that's a game that they need to. They need to either remaster, remake, or, or do it an, an appropriate I'm sequel. I'm surprised they haven't remastered it at least yet. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm trying to think. When there, Final Fantasy VII is the highest-grossing Final Fantasy of all time, there will, there will be another remake. Yeah, I mean, the remaster, they did the War of the Lions, and they released it on the PlayStation 1, so they added... That's true. You know, Onion Knight, and they added, uh, I think it was Dark Knight, but... It's been a while, though. Yeah, it it has been a while. And I have not been able to play it on my uh, PS4 yet, so... Well, it's not... Yeah, they haven't, they haven't released it on the PS4. Which I think is silly. <laughs> it is. Don't they know what you and I want? Yeah. Fools. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good one. So, um... That was mine, Ross. You want me? To, you, what else? What else do you have? We're just gonna run. We around got worse. Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. Before we go to worse, Scooter, what's another quality uh, one? Uh, easy, quick, and done. Zell and Squall, and I'll let you guys argue that one. Uh, wait for <laughs> for worst or best? Exactly. Okay. Well, <laughs> being that you are known affectionately as Zell. Oh, you're, Ross. You're, who are you pointing to? You're not pointing to me. Pointing right at so you. So people that don't know, I don't have any hair on my head. <laughs> Does, and the person, they don't know. Person you closest to blonde hair is either blonde. one of you guys. Please, <laughs> please, please. The, the the Squalzel thing is kind of a. It, I haven't played funny. eight in a while. I mean, I start, I've been playing it again, but I mean, the last time I really sat down and, and Zell's beat a good it, foil for Squall. Um, it's just funny. Yeah. I, I really think as a better duo, it would be Seifer and Squall. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. just for fun time's sake, yeah, that one. Anyway, we can move on. Oh, and another serious best one, though, for me is Harm and Parm, or oh. however you say that. That one got me good. From four. Yep. I don't know why, but I was just like, you gotta be, you can't, uh, them? What? Yeah. <laughs> what did they do? <laughs> yeah, the twins from four, and, oh. you, and you don't have them for that long. No, but man, I, I was like, they were in my party the whole time while I had them, oh, you know, yeah. I was using them heavy, and, oh, yeah. and then just yoink. Yeah. Bye-bye. So, yeah. Anyway. I think yeah. we, one more honorable mention that we, we just need to mention, we don't need to dive into, but. Wedge and Biggs. Wedge and Biggs. Yeah, they've been around for so long and so many, and they deserve it. So many. Yeah, yeah. We should we should move on time wise though to uh, the next. All right. So the yeah, Wedge and Biggs shout out, uh, Ross. Well, I, I'm sorry, I didn't even give it my best yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My absolute best, and this is such a uh, uh, an obvious one, is Sephiroth and Genova. Yeah. I mean, you like everybody. 
everybody knows it, but you have to say it at least. I mean, that's just uh, kind of the mother-son combo, and, you know, you're having to fight Genova, and uh, it's periodically throughout the game. Um, but, yeah, the development of that, you know, of Genova and Sephiroth and at top of Mount Nibelheim, or I think that's what it's called. Yeah, where, where he's in that uh, mansion studying for years and years, you know, learning about what he is and what his mother is or Genova is. Having flashbacks of those scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, it's... Uh, it's tearing it, off the pipes or whatever that's connected to. And oh, the, man, that re- if they do that scene... In oh, the they re- will. Oh, my gosh. They better. It's going to be so good. <laughs> They better. <laughs> Colin paid good money uh, five months ago for yeah. it. So How's that investment? Your... What's oh. the return like? Oh, you, oh, you losers <laughs> going to be upset when I have the game and you guys don't. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Uh, but I think that that's a, a really – because Sephiroth is not, I don't think, as well fleshed out or as good as of an antagonist without the Genova piece of, course, of it. Of course, yeah. And obviously Genova, you know, bigger to the story than just – um, than just with Sephiroth, but I, I think that, that's a really good duo. Yeah, that that, I that is probably one of the best, for yeah, sure. And the Genova music. Mm-hmm. The last time you fight Genova. Um, and the Sephiroth music. Is, is fantastic. Jeez, yeah. So, All right, Ross. Hit it up. Give us your worst. Well, again, the irony of uh, Scoop bringing up any characters from Final Fantasy thirteen. I mean, any duo from Final Fantasy thirteen. <laughs> any duo from Final Fantasy thirteen. <laughs> Yeah. Is the worst, and well. I, I, so again, I I say that because one, I hate the game, but two, it's it's there's a lot of weak characters. I mean, there Lightning's a, a strong lot. character, but I mean, Hope, Snow, Sarah, Saz. I mean, Oof. take your pick. There's just a lot of weak characters, and then as a result, that their dynamic between characters is is also going to suffer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the voice acting in that one, it was just off the entire time. I don't know if it was just me or you guys noticed that, too. For me, it never felt genuine, and it never felt campy enough to be funny, you know? It, it was in that weird no-man's land of, uh, I mean, I can forgive bad voice acting. I mean, look at Final I, Fantasy X. But, okay, but that's campy yet now, yeah. you know? Like, it's funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But twelve was so good. 12 was good. 12 was had yeah, a really no, good voice, voice acting. Voice, voice acting in 12 was at, probably at the best of the series, to be honest. Um, well, some of it anyway. But uh, 13, yeah, I, I'd agree with you, Ross. It, it, any of the duo in, in those, it just... I'm trying to be fair now. I'm trying to force myself to be really a think to about get it. get away from 13 and, uh, and X2 and... Well, so, I think some of the, the worst relationships are just going to come from games that were good games. And I... Decently strong characters, but they were just, they just didn't develop a relationship, a quality relationship between outside of an obvious love interest. That, uh, I, well, like, so, like, for me, like, one another one of my worst is like Titus and Waka. I think that, I think that one, two of the main characters that they have a lot of screen time together. I just, I think I had a weak uh, dynamic between the two of them. Uh-huh. Didn't really do anything for me. Waka was just a, just a, they're kind of a weird character. He's like a happy dog. Yeah, he bit. is like a happy dog. Yeah, and sometimes a sad dog. Yep. Sometimes a sad dog. Yeah, but, dogs get sad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's, anyway. In, in, yeah, there's a lot of interesting character relationships in that game alone because there's a lot of characters you're like, well, who... Because you always think, like, who's tied to who? Uh, 
Titus is really tied to Yuna, and uh, Lulu is tied to Waka, but also tied to Kamari. Uh, and Arin is tied to Yuna and tied to... So it's just kind of like this weird like web of a lot of like, oh, we know each other this way, and we know each other this way, and you guys know each other this way, but we don't know each other at all. So it, I don't know. It was, it was weird, but that's... A, that, that's also a small world in that uh, that game. That always felt like, like just a small, small world. So yeah. Um, all yeah. right, Scoot. What do you know? Uh, I don't know much, but I do have my worst duo. Um, and I gotta say, now that I kind of think of how we define worst and best duos, this might not be the worst duo. But for me, it was. I always, and I, I might even have the names wrong. Zorn and Thorn from Nine, right? I was thinking about. Oh it. man, that's a that's a I, good one. Every time they came on the screen, the way their the cadence, the way that they delivered their lines, it's like, the, all right, the rhyming, um, they were always just throwing wrenches into everything. You know, just you think the story is going up. Oh, nope, it, it, you know, you gotta do something with these two. <laughs> these uh, idiots. And then you just, I mean, it came to a point towards the end of the game, you just really didn't like seeing them, <laughs> you know, because you knew something, a boss fight was going to happen or yeah. they were planning something big and evil or, you know, you, and I just hated the way that they talked to. It was really well done. I mean, I think that was the point of those characters, obviously, was to hate them and, yeah. Oh, and I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Scoot, I, I don't think you've played this, but Ross has. But I don't know that you've gotten there, Ross. Have you beat Pokemon Sword yet? Uh, no. Okay. So there's a part in uh, after you beat the like eight gym leaders, um, and you kind of boot the game back up, and you start kind of on the second part of the story, if you will. There's these two characters that you uh, come across that are named Swordbert and Shieldbert, <laughs> and uh, they when they first came onto the scene, and whenever they Whenever they show up, they totally remind me of Zorn and Thorn. Oh, great. Just, oh, just because they're just obnoxious. Yep. And yeah. just, oh, Annoying. And, yeah. yeah. So when I see them, I just think, oh, man, it's like Zorn and Thorn. It's like a, it's like a, a worse Zorn and Thorn. So that's a, that's a good one, though, Scoot, because... Yeah. Uh, it, it just, it's, it's, as the name implies, it's a thorn in, the, in your side the whole time, and it sticks with you. You remember it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I totally didn't even think about that one. That's a... That's a doozy. I think that... Uh, and their costumes were cool, too. Costumes were cool. Yeah. Looked like jokers. Or yeah, jest- no. Well, I think they were jesters. Like yeah. Court jesters. Yeah. Um, I think the worst duo... Uh, and as we've been talking about this, I've been going through my head and like, well, what really what really constitutes a, a worst duo? Like, is it... Like, Zorn and Thorn are worse because when you see them, you're just like, oh, man, here yeah. we go. <laughs> and some of them, like, I've been thinking of, like, oh, well, they're just like just failed to really kind of tie that knot together, which I think what you t- talked about, Ross, in, you know, Final Fantasy thirteen, just not having really any of that. And um, I don't know. I think that uh, – I think as much as I like 12, really Vaughn's relationship with anybody um, – Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, it was such a good game. It was such a, like – I really liked the the that Final Fantasy Tactics esque plot, um, yeah. but it, felt like he was getting carried around. Sorry, I didn't mean well, to. No, 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 no. I mean, it, it, the, the I don't know. It's just it's tough because he just didn't have a 
a real connection with anybody that you were like, wow. Like he grew up with Pinello and they swung and missed on that. I mean, there was um there was a princess, uh and they kind of like swung and missed on that, I felt. It wasn't just anything where you just like this is this is a really good supporting cast member uh, for Vaughn uh, and, and yeah I mean Titus at least had Aaron like yeah. you know and um, yeah in nine Zidane you know he 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 was better tied to like VV because uh, his relationship with VV and Garnett and Steiner were all very different relationships and he did a good job of, of fleshing those out um but i i felt like vaughn really just didn't have like that go-to person and, and maybe that was maybe that was on purpose because vaughn kind of you know grew up as you know his brother was killed and he kind of did seem like he did the fend for himself kind of thing and he was kind of like an orphan and maybe he just didn't trust enough people to to feel like he wanted a connection with them but you know, I, I'm not really sure, but I just felt like any anybody's yep. connection to Vaughn was weak. Yep. So Maybe. even though it's not a duo, I mean, it just lacked a duo. A duo lacked. Yeah. It, you know, it, and again, I don't know how credible that whole myth is that Vaughn wasn't supposed to be the main character, but that just kind of backs it up is they probably just wrote it in, in a way, you know, without well, yeah. too much support. And I think that goes back to what, that would make sense because if, if they wanted to have somebody with a strong background, uh, they could have connected uh, Balthier and Fraud. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, boom, you got two really, really strong independent characters. characters yeah. Because Vaughn totally could have been just his, like, hey, we found Vaughn, you know, when we're 20 levels in uh, mm-hmm. to this game. Yes, yeah. And Rabin Aster, and hey, join up. Him because- and Pinella would have been a perfect harm and parm. Kill him off there towards the end, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Bye bye. <laughs> it's been nice. Yep. Oh man! All right. Well, uh, are there any ones that we're missing? Just any just bad ones? I know that Ross, you've been writing feverishly over there. Oh, you know, I already picked on Final Fantasy Thirteen. I'll leave uh, X Two alone for this uh, this fair podcast. Enough, fair enough. Oof. Another, and they're technically they are a trio. So that, that uh, is yeah, true. we know what you're talking about. Uh, Scoot, uh, are there any ones that uh, that we just missed? And I didn't talk about that you had. Um. I don't think so. I've got all of them checked off. Yep, that's it. Yeah, outside of obvious love interest, I mean that you, you can find the obvious love interest in really any of those other games. podcasts too. I'm yeah, sure. another podcast too. Yeah, let's talk about uh, <laughs> Tifa and Cloud, and then Eris and Cloud, and then uh, actually, I, I do have Cloud? one more worst one. All right, let's hear um, it. I'm gonna butcher the names just because I hate them so much. Um, is it Rafa and uh, Malik? Oh. From, from Tactics? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't... The, number five in Tactics is still on the, the list. The most useless characters there are. Well, I, I guess... Uh, I think they're not completely... It, which one used the dictionary? Or the books? Oh, I, that's not them. That's, that's uh, not... The, yeah, I, oh, I remember Rafa Mal. Oh, man. You're not kidding. Yeah. Holy smokes. And just useless characters. I mean, get them out of the party. They're truth and unher- untruth uh, magic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fun. We don't have to spend any time. No, 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 no. So, all right. Well, anything else for the good of the order, men? Nay. Nay? Um, happy New Year. Click, like, subscribe, print, save, delete, all that stuff. That's okay. all. That's it for me. If you're a fan of The Office, just woof. Woof. All right. Well, uh, 
probably jump on to the one here before too long. You guys, it's going to be all, all the same to you guys, though. I'm out about a week apart, but uh, we'll try and uh, be a little more consistent in our delivery. But we're busy men with busy lives. Gosh darn it. And people it. like me. Yep. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. <laughs>